How you doing, everyone? Welcome to the Cajun Conservative. Glad you have decided to join me today. Where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and we talk about the pursuit of happiness and showing the world, yes, that Cajuns do have intelligence. Glad you decided to join me again, as I said. If you can, if you have not already, please hit the subscribe button. And if you have not yet, go like us on Facebook. Share our page with everybody on Facebook. And go ahead and tell a friend about this podcast. You know, the most time, I I start seeing numbers go up every so often. And I just, I know it's y'all. I know it's y'all sharing the world, sharing to everyone about this podcast, we're getting an audience. We're getting people that are getting to know us. And I'm just, it's exciting because I'm telling people about my own show, yes, and people want to hear it. But, um, the, the, you know, people that listen to this podcast, you know, that they know conservative friends and say, hey, have you checked out the Cajun conservative? And they're like, who? And then you tell them how you can get it on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that stuff. That's all, y'all. I thank y'all. But if you have not yet, and this is your first time listening, welcome. We're just excited to have you guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and anyone else that is listening out there. Just from the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in today. We got a lot this week, but I just want to tell you I had a good week. God has blessed me. Um... At the time of this recording, uh, we had a great service this morning. My pastor preached down the house, gave a good, good service. Then went meet my brother and my dad at their church in St. Martinville, Louisiana, which is Coda Homes Fellowship. If you're in the St. Martinville, Louisiana area and you want to hear what they teach and preach, go look up Sermon on the Swamps, Sermons from the Swamp all over the platforms that we are on, Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. But went ahead and hang out with them for a little while and just had an awesome time. Had some great food, too, by the way. Uh, I don't know about you in other states or other countries, but uh, us here in Cajun country, we know how to cook some vittles, as they say. But uh, we just have a good time out here. And look, the, the world's going crazy. We have people that are trying to say that, the Constitution uh, amendments are, you know, you know, not uh, not absolute, and we're about to deal with that. But we got, a, I got a good show lined up for y'all guys today, and just showing some of the hypocrisy of the left. Um, you know, it's not hard to do. It really isn't hard to do um, when you when you start reading and start looking at news articles and just hearing things pass by you. You know, they, they just things that. You read and you're like, well, ain't that racism, what they just said? or, And, you know, there's, there's a lot of things. And and doing this throughout the week, just looking at stories. And, look, I told uh, Mr. Scott Ford, which it is Scott Ford's birthday today from the Scott Ford Show. Scott, happy birthday here from all of us at the Cajun Conservative. We are glad to call you friend and co-conservative and everything else you want to call we love Scott Ford. Listen to your show on a regular basis, buddy. Go check him out on YouTube, by the way. That is a great, great show. You can get a lot of information from Mr. Scott Ford. But anyhow, if you look at my notes, you see that I, I go ahead and I collect stories. And usually at the end of the week, I have a good idea where I want to go, but I have to go over my notes. And look, the, the, the biggest news that we had this week was Biden's executive order on gun violence. He went ahead and um, passed an executive order for some ghost guns, which, you know, when I heard the term, I was like, what's a ghost gun? And I learned that some people that put him together and get the parts. And he, I think he went ahead and banned the pistol stabilizer or put some more regulations on that. Look, folks, I, I, I voted for Trump. I back up Trump. I, I do all that, but I think he was wrong to go ahead and put an executive order on the bus stocks when he was there. Now, I know these politicians, don't get me wrong, these politicians want to go ahead and be the first ones to act on gun violence or something of that nature. They want to go ahead and be the first ones to say, we did something, and that's what Trump was doing. I understand that, but 
to stop people from buying parts for their guns. And it just, you know, it takes a sick individual to go ahead and to say that, you know, that they um, that a, a piece of a gun, you know, I'm going to take a piece of this gun, a butt stock or a stabilizer, and go shoot some people. That's just a sick individual. That's a that's an individual that don't care about life, that that don't care about anything of that nature. But they go, they, but the politicians go ahead and blame the part or the gun manufacturer, which we're going to get to in a little bit. But we're going to go ahead and talk about. I'm looking at my notes right here. So I'm going to go ahead and talk to you for a second. I, I want First off, let, let's go ahead and play President Biden's introduction to the, the news conference that happened on Thursday when he went ahead and he announced these executive orders. They were taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Okay, hold on. I, that's the thing. Okay. I'm jumping right into this, but look how he said this. Look, it's a gun crisis. It's a gun crisis, folks. It's a crisis, but the border isn't. You know, Fox News is the only network, and probably Newsmax and others, that are calling this a crisis at the border, which I'm going to deal more with the border later on in this show. But it's funny how that's a crisis, that is a crisis, folks. That is a crisis, but that, that isn't a crisis, but gun violence is. And also, I like how he said that this is a mental issue. This is, this is a, a health issue that gun violence is going on. I, look, I, to my knowledge, I don't think a gun can breathe. I don't think a gun can do anything. A gun don't make a decision to shoot somebody. It's the person behind it. And we talked about this when I talked about the Second Amendment a while back. But now it's a, it's a, it's a health crisis. I, I don't, it's not a health crisis. Unfortunately, we had some mass shootings in America, but that, that isn't a health crisis. That doesn't call for a health crisis. Let's listen on. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. It's only funny argu- uh, phony arguments. Because you disagree with it, Mr. Biden. And he, he says nothing in this executive order or nothing that he's trying to do is going to infringe on our Second Amendment rights. But you're telling people, hey, and look, it's against the law to make a ghost gun and sell it because it don't have a serial number. That's a law. Now, does it happen? Nine out of ten, it does because people just don't care. A lot of people just don't care about the law. Which I said it a while back, these gun laws that he's trying to infringe upon us, they are, they, they're taking away rights from an individual that is a law-abiding citizen, and the criminal won't care what the law says, and I use the point of the Colorado shooter. If there was two, law, two more laws on the books, he would have still committed that crime, because he didn't care what it does, he was going to break the law. He says it's a phony argument, but it's not. But the thing of it is, I heard, um, I think it was Ken Matthews that was uh, taking over for the EIB network this week. I, I could be wrong, but he said that. It's a funny argument because no, it might have been Mark Levin. It was one of them conservative talk show hosts that said, it's a phony argument to you because you never had a chance to argue. I don't think even Biden took questions in this press con- uh, this announcement. But Joe Biden saying it's a phony argument, guys. We don't need to have this argument. It's all false when it's not. It's, it's infringing on the right. They're trying to take our guns away. Let's continue. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now I heard this video already. And I read it. Did Biden actually say... But no amendment to the Constitution is, Constitution is absolute, Luke. I heard a buddy of mine say earlier today, well, if that's the case, I'm not going to pay my taxes. Because the Constitution, uh, the, the constitutional amendments are not absolute. Now, look, there is a way you can change an amendment. It has been done. Um, I think it was the... Uh, 
the one with the voting laws, I, 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 it, the, the amendment is missing me right now, but it takes a literally act of Congress and it ha it needs, I think 60 to 70 votes. It, it, it takes a lot to change an amendment, but while it's there, it is absolute. It is solemn law. Look, I did some research and I, I, I thank God for men like David Burden. Burden, I think it is, that that does that that he's a historian that goes look at the original intent of the founding fathers. I bought a book this week by him and it was called The Second Amendment. And the, the little bit of the book that I've read so far, it's funny how scholars of the Constitution, early scholars that wrote commentaries on the Constitution, all agreed. That, but the Second Amendment was an amendment to show that you protect yourself. It was a, and look, the, the reason they, they put that in there because it was a God given right. So all these people out here that are saying that the, um, the founding fathers were atheists and agnostics and all that, that's a bunch of bull. Because these men believed that we, we was created and that we had a God given right to go ahead and protect ourselves. The Constitution is for protection, not hunting. But our president has swore on a Bible to protect and to uphold the Constitution is sitting on a podium in the Rose Garden telling us that not, not all, it's not absolute. It's not absolute. That's a bunch of bull. That is a bunch of bull, and he's lying straight to the American people Thursday while they watch their televisions. Mr. Biden, it is absolute. Unless they change it, it is absolute. That is law of the land. We shall not be infringed. The, 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 the government, the, um, the Second Amendment said the people have the right to bear arms. And I heard an interesting argument from this that, People say, well, those, the, the people should have the right to bear them. was talking about the military. No, it was not. If you go listen to the, if you go read the founding fathers like James Madison and, and Thomas Jefferson and all those men that put that piece of that, that legislation together called the Constitution of the United States, they all said this is for the people, the American people to own firearms. But you will not hear that from the left. You will not hear of the original intent. They're saying, no, they didn't mean that. And they don't even know who wrote the Constitution, apparently. But you have Chuck Schumer that said this week, we will pass gun legislation and we will do this. Infringing on the rights of the people. Let's continue to listen. You can't yell crowd. You can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call it freedom of speech. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. So the idea is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending are contrary to the Constitution. A right-out lie, folks. Listen, I don't know if you like Westerns. I don't know if you watch, thing, uh, you know, old cowboy documentaries. And uh, I, I am, I, look, I love some John Wayne I love some Jimmy Stewart. I love I love a lot of old Western shows. I I just finished and I, I saw the movie Tombstone for the first time with Kirk Russell and Sam Elliott. And I got interested into seeing Wyatt Earp's life because this man was considered one of the greatest marshals of all time. I wanted to go see what Wyatt Earp did. And Wyatt Earp back in the day put a ban on Dodge City from people walking into towns would have a gun. Now the liberals like that because one man told them they couldn't do it and people apply, uh, did what he said. But you know that was unconstitutional? It was. You can't take a man's firearms like that. It was a city ordinance. It don't, I don't care if it was a car from heaven because unless the, the Constitution said no person should have. Now if Joe Biden was talking about that, he has the he has the right to say that, but not in the old Western days when a fe they wasn't like today. They didn't go ahead and do background checks. They didn't go ahead and check if you was a criminal or not. You walked into a gunsmith, and he said, "Hey, I need I need." You go to the gunsmith and say, "Hey, I need a gun." The gunsmith wanted to make a dollar, so he sold him the gun. Now, I'm not, I'm not advocating for felons to have firearms. If you've done wrong, you, you messed up your rights as a, a, 
as a citizen, but at the same time, when you come out now, I don't think you should own guns. That's my personal opinion. But Joe Biden saying that nobody can have guns from the top. Well, uh, lately. But the Second Amendment says you have the right to bear arms. Now, I don't know about you, but listening to that, I heard a president trying to go around the Constitution. I heard a president trying to go around the issue. Listen, folks, it's not just about the Constitution. They Look, in the, he said, and I don't have the clip, but he said, and I, this came from a CNN article, that they want to go ahead and put the gun manufacturers at fault. Yeah, if there's a mass murder, like in Colorado, and it was a Remington shotgun or a Remington rifle or a Savage rifle or any, the, any name brand out there, they could sue the manufacturers. Now, I heard a good... Um, analysis of this from Mark Levin. He said the reason that they're doing this is to stop people from having guns. It makes sense. You sue the manufacturers, they can't support all the tens of thousands of uh, of lawsuits because somebody shoot themselves in the toe and they're going to go ahead and blame the gun manufacturer and sue the gun manufacturer and after a while, gun manufacturers won't have enough money to produce firearms, so they're going to close down their door and guess what? American people don't have guns. It's funny how the left thinks, doesn't it? It's funny, and that makes sense. But, you know, people are going to be out there saying that Biden is the greatest thing that ever walked this earth, and he's trying to infringe your rights, folks. He's trying to take it away. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. Yes, indeed. Hold on to the light. I can't get enough of that song. Amen. Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative Show for the second segment. And and guys, look, I hear people when we talk about the Second Amendment. Oh, you're trying to you're active. You're you're activists for gun violence and murders. And no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to continue on a point from the last one. You know, I'm used to example of that. As I said, some idiot out there would shoot himself in the foot or the toe. He goes ahead and says, huh, I shot myself with the, I, you know, I, I had my finger on the trigger. I pulled down and I shot myself in the foot. That dang gun and throws the gun and the gun's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shoot you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I, I can put, I can load up a gun and put it in front of me and say, shoot. Come on, gun, shoot. The gun won't fire. I have to pick up the gun, pull the hammerhead, and pull the trigger, and it's going to fire the bullet or the cartridge, whatever you want to call it out there. Folks, it's not the gun that's the issue. It's not the gun manufacturer either. The gun manufacturer, the people that make guns don't wake up in the morning and say, huh, I wonder what kind of gun we can make today for a mass shooting. It just don't happen. People that are sick, you can call them mentally ill. You can call, you can call them devil possessed. I don't care what you call them. The, a person to grab a gun and say, I'm going to go take another life is a sick individual. They could be the smartest person in the world, but if they take a gun and say, I'm going to go shoot somebody, that is not the gun's fault. The gun is an instrument that they use to shoot people or to hurt people. And it, since we're on the case of guns and banning guns, why don't we ban knives? Why don't we buy, why don't we ban hammers? Why don't we ban, you know, more people 
get killed by knives and hammers and other instruments than guns. But you won't hear about that. You see, folks, a firearm is the only way that you can really fight in a war. Back, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If it was in the medieval days and there was Democrats that didn't believe, said, oh, man, these people, these people can go ahead and override the government because the Constitution gives them the right to protect themselves and protect themselves from government and from taking land and everything, we're going to ban swords. If it was in the medieval times, anything that can be used against the Democrats, they're trying to get rid of. And that's this whole argument of gun control. There's tons and tons and tons of gun laws right now, folks. Chicago, New York, and and all these cities have some of the strictest gun laws in this in this great country, and they still have mass shootings. They still have issues with guns because the criminals are getting the guns, and the good people aren't. And like I said, I'm going to go back to that statement. The only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. You know, I talked about Wyatt Earp and, you know, they had men that were, that were great lawmen back in the day. They, they used their firearm to get the law. You know, hey, if somebody drew on them, they'll try. And like I said, I'm not act, activating for gun violence or anything because that's stupid. It, if anybody activates for that, they need to get off of a microphone if they're talking to you. Or they just need to shut the, shut the heck up. I don't promote no violence in no way, but for a president to stand up on a podium and say the, the, the no constitutional amendment is absolute. Yes, it is. But we have politicians today that are going around the constitution are only quoted when it favors them. It's the same thing with the Bible folks. I know tons and tons of Christians out there that, that go ahead and say, I read the Bible and you tell them, well, that's a sin. This is a sin. No, no, you guys, you're interpreting it wrong, or that's your interpretation, or you. There's some things you just you you need to go to the original intent. And folks, it 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 disturbs me when I hear politicians say stuff like what Joe Biden said, and he said a lot of things in that press conference. But, folks, it's not. And, look, he, he's right. You don't go into a movie theater and go, fire! And everybody runs out so you can watch the movie by yourself. That's not freedom of speech. But at the same time, you don't, you don't go ahead and tell people, hey, there's, a, uh, there's somebody coming shooting. Give us all your guns, and he's going to put his gun down because we're not going to pose a threat. That's just stupidity. All right, moving on. My second topic for the second segment is... To go ahead and talk about the media. Now, I started, I think my second episode was talking about the media hypocrisy. But uh, CBS really is on top of that chart. I'm going to take you back a couple of years ago. I don't know what year it was or whatever. But I remember Dan Rather. How many of y'all remember Dan Rather, the great the great news anchor, the one that got Emmy awards after he retired and got, got all kind of awards and before his great life in journalism, people forget why he retired because Dan rather ran a story about Bush 43. That is president of Bush 43. And the story came out that it was a bias story. It was something to cut down President Bush at the time and to make him look bad. Come to find out the whole story was false. And the whole story had it was nothing true. And when the White House said, you're wrong, and it was confirmed that it was wrong, yes, Dan Rather went ahead and apologized. I remember that. But Dan Rather never had the rep. Should have never had the re, uh, the rep. Uh, I can't say the word. Um, anyway, for people to look at him, you know, uh, repetition, repetition, whatever, reputation to 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 go ahead and you know his reputation was scorned. After he retired, he started getting all these awards and all this stuff, and the media praised Dan. Uh, yeah, Dan Rather for a while. Why am I telling you this story? Well, because that was on 60 Minutes. 
And last week, 60 Minutes went ahead and run a story about Florida's distribution of the vaccines. And they came out and they, 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 they really attacked Ron DeSantis. Who is Ron DeSantis? Ron DeSantis is one of the f- most famous conservatives right now, uh, one of the most popular re- Republican governors in the state of Florida. He is he just, Ron DeSantis is doing a lot of stuff. He has went around the CDC. He has, he, he basically gave the vaccine to citizens when the CDC was like, nope, not them. Go ahead and give it to other people. And Ron DeSantis said, I'm going to take care of my senior citizens. Well, 60 Minutes went ahead and did a story and slamming Rob DeSantis because he only put it in one pharmacy. That pharmacy gave him $100,000 for his campaign. So it was a play. It was a pay for play scandal. And uh, it, the, the, the people in the minority cities, the Mexicans and the, the black people, and they, they couldn't get the vaccination. They had to drive 25 miles out the way to go ahead and get a vaccination. After the story ran, Ron DeSantis and his office said, y'all just simply lied. Because they went ahead, and what I've read on this story, that they went ahead and teamed up with churches and community centers and stuff for the vaccination to get there for the senior citizens so it would be easier. CBS got the statement and threw it in the back. Now, to my knowledge, they have... Posted three statements saying they encourage us. They um they stand behind their story. But do you know that even Democrats are coming to Rob Ron DeSantis' side and say, "No, you're wrong. You're wrong for cutting this man down because he didn't do nothing wrong." He, I, I know for sure two Democrats have what the research I've done. And CBS is still saying they're right. They called certain officers and officers gave it to them. The two Democrats said, we gave y'all the information, but y'all didn't use it in y'all report. Now, I don't give him praise much, but Guy Benson this week, I heard a little bit about him, really exposed CBS and 60 Minutes on that on his program. Now, you, you might be asking, now, that's why I told you the story about Dan Rather. Because you might say, huh, Isaac, that's a one-time thing. No, it's not. If a Republican poses a threat, they go ahead and they try to expose you. If they can't find something on you, they lie about you. This has been always in politics. Read the book of Daniel, chapter, I think it's chapter 5 of the story of Daniel in the lion's den. Why do you think that they put him in the lion's den? Because three wise men... Moving up into power, saw Daniel moving into their position, and the king favored him before everybody else. And they said, Look, we got to find something wrong with him. One of them said, There's nothing wrong with Daniel. Daniel's an upright, moral citizen, does everything right. And they, look, they said that. They said that in the book of Daniel. You can go read it. They said, Well, look, if we can't find something he did wrong, we got to find something against his God. So they noticed Daniel going ahead. And praying three times a day, and they said, huh, let's make a new law. You know what? I'm starting to think the three wise men were Democrats. How many Democrats do that? Oh, man, we can't get this passed. Let's make a new law or make it legal. I'm going to use an example of the 2020 election. Hey, drop boxes are not illegal. It was only illegal for that year. Huh, let's pass H.R. 1 and go ahead and pass it. And get the, um, you know, get these boxes, no, H.R. 5. Let's do H.R. 5 and let's get this, this passed. No, it's H.R. 1. I, I correct myself again. Folks, politicians do this all the time. If they can't find nothing on a, politi- a, a rival politician, they go ahead and make something up. And that's what CBS did. To help the left win, they need to re- remove Ron DeSantis. Ron, De- Ron DeSantis is running for re-election in, a, I think, a, a year. So they're trying to get him out of that spot and trying to get him out of the spotlight. That's what this whole story was. Folks, CBS knew they lied. They knew that they had certain information that would clear this all up, but it didn't fit their narrative. Back in the day, when journalists, journalists would look into some, 
They were going in with the mindset that maybe this person is innocent. But what now, now what journalism is, is what they do is they go into a story or they, this is the, they say, man, we need to find someone, Ron DeSantis. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to look. And if we find something fishy, we're going to explode it, expose him and go ahead and ruin his career. Now, I'm going to say this, Ron DeSantis is not backing down. He said he's going and he's fighting and he is. And look, this has benefited Ron DeSantis because in the quest to, for other media outlets and, and competition to go ahead and smear CBS, they're reporting this. But folks, this, this story went wild. The story, CBS said, yes, we have him, but even left-wing Democrats are coming to Ron DeSantis' uh, help and say, y'all lying. Now, these are people in Florida that, that work with Ron DeSantis. But folks, CBS doing this, I honestly feel this is a smear campaign to try to ruin Ron DeSantis. Why? Because, I, and I've told y'all my theory already, I don't think Donald Trump's going to run for president again. I'm going to give you a second to get back into your chair. Because there's people out there, that's what they say, oh, Trump 2024. Ron DeSantis is going to run. And I think... Trump's going to help him unless Don Jr. runs. Because I honestly feel Don Jr. is setting himself up to run. But folks, CBS has a track record of lying to their audience. Dan Rather did it. They did it this time to Ron DeSantis. And look, and look folks, this ain't just a one-time deal. CBS, ABC, all, all these news outlets lied. I don't even watch it no more because I watch something and something can be, I, I could hear something in later early in the day and hear the whole story and turn it on. And they totally twists around folks. The media and look, they have the freedom of the press. They could, you can say whatever you want, but don't use it to lie. And that's what, that's what they did to Ron DeSantis this time. They went ahead and purposely tried to hurt Ron DeSantis and try to make him the bad guy in this situation, when in reality, he was the good guy. And I'm going to bring out a point. It's funny. Look, look how the media treats Ron DeSantis. He's a bad governor. He's spreading coronavirus. He's doing this, and he's doing that, and they're trying to make up a scandal. But Andrew Cuomo from New York, the governor of New York, went ahead and sent sick individual people into nursing homes and purposely try to raise the death rate to get federal money. That's a scandal. But you will not hear the media talk about that. I believe I heard the media talk about it one time. Only one time they reported it. Now the big scandal is that Andrew Cuomo got 10 women that comes out and he refuses to resign. You don't even hear about that. You don't hear about his sex scandals, his groping of women, and his disrespect of women. You don't hear about it. Because, see, Andrew Cuomo's their friend. Chris Cuomo's on CNN, his brother. But they're going to go after Ron DeSantis on a phony scandal. But, folks, this ain't new. The Russian hoax. Trump did not meet with Russia. He didn't plan for Russia to help him win the election or nothing like that. But CNN, ABC, and all these networks, the Russian hoax today, a bombshell. Anything they can do to get rid of a true conservative Republican. Ron DeSantis is a favorite going for the Republican Party. But folks, when the media is attacking Right now, even before the election, that got to mean something. Watch out. They're coming after Republicans. I'll be right back.
How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the third segment of the Cajun Conservative. Thank you for staying with us this long. <laughs> you know, going back to my last topic before I go into what I call the border crisis, which apparently Joe Biden, Kamala Harris don't want to mention, but we're going to talk about that because I, I, I kind of iterated it on my la- on the first segment of this show. And I just, I want to go ahead and, and, and bring that out. But on this Ron DeSantis 60 Minutes thing, it don't take a brain surgeon to realize that the left me, the left wing media is trying to ruin Ron DeSantis. And like I said, look, I'm going to use for the example of COVID. Andrew Cuomo in New York went ahead and put sick, sick individuals into nursing homes has a sex scandal right now. And they're giving him Academy Awards and Emmys and and they're praising Andrew Cuomo. You know, Andrew Cuomo wrote a book of how he defeated a pandemic. And people died in these these states. People people died. And look, California's the same way. I can't think of the governor's name right now, but he's facing a recall. Shutting down businesses. And look, California has some of the highest cases around. Ron DeSantis in, uh, in, in, in Florida opened his state, said, we're going to live our lives. And guess what? The count number came down. Ron DeSantis saved more lives than Andrew Cuomo and Narsom together, the governor of California. But they're bashing Ron DeSantis. Why? Because the same reason they bashed Trump. They were getting something done. Their resume was getting full. And look, I promise you, if COVID wouldn't have happened, and the, 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 uh, these states wouldn't have pl- applied mail-in ballots uh, and taken away voter ID laws and done all that, Trump would have won. But I said it a while ago, Democrats... Say, hey, if we can't get our way, we're just going to make a law to make it our way. That's what all HR one's about. I've been preaching about HR one for the last couple of episodes. It's the they, instead of it, it can't be cheating if it's legal. See, it was cheating last time, and people can accuse of the cheating. But if we make a law that approves it, it's not cheating no more. It's legal, so we can do it, folks. They're after Ron DeSantis for a reason. And I think Ron DeSantis will make a heck of a president. But they're trying. My dad told us that earlier in church. He said they're they're trying. They're trying to not make not to have another fair election so they can stay in power. And they're cheating. And when the and when people find out they're cheating, hey, we're just gonna make it legal and it's gonna be fine. Ron DeSantis has an uphill battle. And I hope he's ready for the fight. And like I said, I think Donald Trump's gonna stand behind him. But all that on later. I want to go ahead and talk about the southern border. Now, I'm not in Texas. I'm not in Arizona. I'm not in those states. I'm in the next state over in Louisiana. But Louisiana needs to worry about this because, folks, there is a border crisis. You can tell me I'm lying. You can tell me I don't know my information. You can tell me all that. But folks, there's more and more people. I think it was Senator John Kennedy. I heard say the other day that at the end of the year, this year, there's probably going to be up to a million to two million illegal immigrants coming into this nation. Now, look, folks, I'm not against. I'm not against people coming to this country. I'm not. If you want to go ahead and do it legally, go through the papers and become a citizen. Hey, I have no problem with it. But when you start accepting people at the Southern border that are on the terrorist watch list, look, that blew my mind. And Jen Saskowski said, well, we caught him, didn't we? That's rare. Those are the two we caught. 
There was two people that came from I don't know where. They went up through South America to uh, Domestico, passed the border. Immigration caught them. And they were on the terrorist watch list. Known terrorists on a watch list that came through our borders. Now, I'm glad we caught them. What about all the other people that are passing? And, you know, I, I, I'm... I, the kids, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I, and look, I look at a lot with the stuff, but I don't talk about it too much on this program, but you know, these smugglers that, that parents pay their pay to bring these kids to the United States. They use that to get into the United States. They use them kids. Now these kids come from Mexico, abused and sexually assaulted. When Trump was president, Ocasio-Cortez went to the border, put her hand on her face and cried and took a picture and said, this is wrong that we have kids in these cages, which are now housing facilities. But uh, Trump went ahead and did something to fix it. People weren't coming over the border and the border was not overrun. But when Joe Biden said, I swear to uphold the constitution of these here United States as the president. All these people started coming. The first day he's in there, he signed at least five, I think five to six executive orders on immigration policy. And people started coming. He even went on record. Don't come. It's not a good time yet. Don't come. Now we have swarms of illegal immigrants coming into this nation. Now folks, I don't think I don't I don't think this caught the Democrats by surprise because this is what they're looking at. That is a million to 2 million votes coming across that border. Because you see Joe Biden is a nice guy. He even said that on a press conference. I'm a nice guy. That's why they're coming over. I guess I'm because I'm a nice guy. But what about the phrase, nice guys finish last? But this is what the Democrats are looking. They're looking at votes. I heard someone say, and I can't remember that. They, they say, this is the long game. Them kids are going to grow up and think, Joe Biden, the Democrat, helped me. So I'm going to go ahead and vote Democrat. And if that's the case, the Democrats are some sick individuals. Because they're not worried about the welfare of these kids. And folks, I'm going to be, look, where is Joe Biden getting these ideas to put Kamala Harris in charge? It's funny, okay? Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris, while Trump was there, the border's a crisis. There's a border at the crisis. There's a crisis at the border. They went down to the border and said, this is wrong that these kids are in cages. Now they won't go 10 miles within the border. President Biden has not went to the border yet. Kamala Harris has not went to the border yet. And she's in charge of this thing. Where the uh, the guy for the DDH, I think it is, the, the one that runs the border, says, I'm thinking about starting construction back up for the, the border wall. Because there are holes in it. Only if they would have finished it. Now, I know what Trump, when Trump ran, he was thinking eight years. That's why he, but folks, I'm watching the news and I'm seeing, look, I seen a video from the, from John Kennedy and look, John Kennedy posts on his social media a lot. And he showed all these kids sitting down, all these kids, look, Ted Cruz and some of the big Republicans went there and they shared, they just shed light on the subject. They took what they would not let. They're not letting media people into these facilities. The senators went in there and took videos and leaked the video so we could see what was going on. Kids in a, in, a, in, a, in a room that should only fit, you know, maybe 10 people at the most. There's 60, 70 kids or whatever in there. And they say they, have, they, say they care for this nation. Now, now, I'll ask the question, who put these, pol- these old policies back in? Biden. Who told him? Because you see, it was a news article this week that Barack Obama and Joe Biden talk on a regular basis. And I said this the other day. It's funny how Obama era 
uh, agendas are coming back and policies are coming back. Look, you know, when, when they when they went ahead and tried the media, we talked about the media last time, tried to expose Trump. They went ahead and took these pictures and said, see, see, there's kids in cages. There's kids. Trump is inhumane. And they were taken in the Obama era. And Trump said, I'm just obeying the law. What happened with my predecessor? Let's go ahead. Now, when he said that, they cooled back. Because he had to fact check themselves. And Obama, they realized, oh, this was Obama era. And Obama, this was in the Obama presidency. So we're going to pull back on that. But they always blame Trump for putting kids in cages. And like I said, it's funny how it's cages with Trump, but it's housing facilities. For, for Biden. Folks, this aggravates me so much because look, we're a country of laws. And if we go ahead and don't follow the law or put, put a law to where it benefits a certain party, that is wrong. These are people. These are pe- These are kids. Majority of these kids that are coming to this country, I hope they get a better life. I really do. But the thing of it is, if, if, if men smugglers are bringing these kids and they're sexually assaulting them and are beating them. And look, I even heard a story that there's some kids watch their friend, get their finger chopped off. They send it to their families and say, Hey, if you don't send us no more money, we're going to keep on cutting fingers. Oh, Isaac, you're hearing that from Fox news. You're hearing that. No, that's facts. These smugglers are using these kids to get into the United States And the kids are left at the border while they're trampling our country. It also goes to a point. I don't think illegal immigrants should be having nice, fancy hotel rooms where our taxpayer dollars are paying for. Last time I heard, and I could be outdated with that, but it was almost costing the the federal government $2 million to house these people. Taking illegal immigrants from these facilities and bringing them to hotel rooms. And giving them three square meals a day. It's sad when teachers in San Diego's and other parts of California don't want to teach their, their don't want to teach United States citizen kids because of COVID, but gonna go travel down to the border and teach illegal immigrants kids. They got to have that one-on-one uh, communication. That's why they're doing it. Folks, th- look, when I heard this story, I was so upset because teachers that are afraid of COVID in California, we don't want to go to school because we might get sick. We need the vaccination. It's going to go to go to the border and teach illegal immigrant kids where it's proven that COVID has passed the border. They catch them, they give them a test. Oh, you got COVID, you can go to California, you can go to Texas, you can go to Arizona. I'm asking the question, where's Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci's worried about American citizens having two, three, four masses. But when they ask him about the border crisis, he don't want to talk about it. Because he's being hypocritical. Folks, this is a, this, I don't know what the Democrats' end game is for this. But this is wrong to allow all these people and then give. Look, if I'm not mistaken, I heard in New York, they were giving help to the illegal immigrants. $1,600. The American citizen only got $1,400 in the last stimulus package. But illegal immigrants are going to get more money than a United States citizen? Come on, man. I'm telling you, this government is screwed up. This government, it's backwards. Allowing illegal immigrants. Look, and I, I listen to a podcast. I, I got to say something. I just got to say something. And I don't know this person, this, this, uh, this, the, the, the lady that does it. I, I never met her. I never had a chance to talk to her, but my, my mutual friend, Scott Ford was on her show. And she said that she's located in Texas. They stayed 30 some hours 
without electricity, without heat in the last snowstorm. Why didn't the federal government tell? And look, they were, people, she said that. She said they, there was people trying to go into hotel rooms and the hotel, uh, the hotels over there price hiked everything. So they had to stay in their home with no heat, no lights, in the freezing cold. They didn't get no assistance from the government. The government didn't say, hey, hotel rooms, rock bottom price, we're paying for it. For the citizens of Texas. No, they let Texas citizens, United States citizens, freeze in their home. But are giving rooms to illegal immigrants? That's kind of backwards. Citizens are getting government assistance because they're buying social security cards that are supposed to not be sold. I'm going to say it again. Come on, man. Our government is walking backwards. Instead of helping the American citizen, we're going to help the illegal immigrant. Oh, I forgot. It's not American first no more. It is America last. Because we got to show the world we're not mean and bitter like Trump was that put America first. We got to be everybody else's police. And it's wrong, folks. It's wrong for this for American citizens to be last and illegal immigrants to be first. It is wrong. I want to thank you again for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. Glad that you have decided to join me. Remember, Jesus is king. He is still on the throne. And one day he's coming back. Are you ready to meet him? Until next week, God bless. Have a great week. Let the Lord lead you and guide you. And until next week, y'all have a good day and a good week.